If you want to listen to this episode or any of our episodes ad-free, you can do that now. Head on over to Patreon. Click on the ad-free level. You get all of our bonus shows that you've been hearing so much about. Plus, every single day, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, and Friday, you can listen to this episode or any of our other episodes at the same time, ad-free, over on Patreon. This is David. Welcome back behind the velvet robe. Let's just get right into it today because we are joined by the one, the only back again. How is this even possible? The one and only Miss Sarah Frazier. David, I adore you. David Yontif. I mean, look, I almost feel like, oh my God, I was on a rant the last time, like I was on your show. It's just, I was ranting and raving like crazy. I, I hope your audience I don't Listen, know. Do they love me. You, do they hate me? It's- we have a superstar amongst us, and her name is Sarah Frazier. And uh, <laughs> here you are. So I, I mean, you. people love you, Sarah. They really do love you. Well, um, that's like, I'm sorry. That's like the same for you, your audience. And I mean, your audience is so invested. They call you out. Usually that your audience is wrong. They try to say, David says this about Bravo. And you go, I'm sorry, here are the receipts. I never said that. I mean, David, your audience is majorly invested. Okay. Well, speaking about being called out and people saying, here's the thing, you know, it's because I interview so many people I don't ever speak. That's what Patreon is for. I'm doing. If you want my opinion, let's go to Patreon. Now, we did have a show and I did make some statements. This was actually apparently on my interview with Kelly and Rick. So I shouldn't even say I don't do it during. And this was like a one sentence thing. We were talking about the future of Roni. And I don't not stand by what I say. First of all, does anyone like keep up with the housewives? I mean, one minute Vicky's single, then she's with Steve. Like this, this world moves oh, fast. So whatever I say, just FYI, it's not that I backtrack. I stand by it at the moment, but like an hour later, it, the whole world has changed, guys. So I don't, I'm not backtracking at all. But yes, I made a statement with Rick about the future of Roni, and I didn't know if it was coming back. And I stand by that. But I mean, I have some updates. I have some updates that I do think it's coming back, but. Oh, this, okay. I, I do, but I'm not, I'm not so convinced like everyone else is, but I do think it's coming back. But then yes, this got picked up and blah, 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 blah by one of our listeners. And yeah. it then was tweeted and it went viral. And it was like, David Yontev says, and first of all, I'm not mad. I love the fact that everyone is hanging on every word and this audience is so big, but it said like David Yontev said that he heard from, in, this is how telephone is and things get. David Yontev has friends in production and he heard, he was told by a very reliable source, Roni is not coming back. And I'm like, never said that. So then I tweeted like fucking fact check people, but I don't care, but yes. What I was said was taken way out of context. And here's the thing. Yes. As I sent my coffee, yes. I didn't even know about all of this. Cause again, if it's like, I'm so in this, like I'm so busy with like, who's the interview of the day, but then I get a call. Now I have many friends. I told you that were contacted for Roni many for this coming season. So I get a call from a very good friend of mine, ring, 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 ring. Yeah, hey, like happy new year to you too. Absolutely want to do lunch and drinks and like, yeah, like, oh, this is okay. But like, what do I owe this pleasure yeah. on a Tuesday <laughs> at 9 a.m.? Um, and she was like, so what do you fucking know? And I'm like, what the fuck are you talking about? Oh. And she had seen this. And so then she thinks that she's, and she knows a lot of people in the running world. Not going to mention names. She knows a current cast member very well. She knows Ooh. some RHONJ very well. She knows some high up people. I'm not saying this, you know, there's no favors in the Bravo world. You're not getting cast if you're not right. But she's literally like, holy shit, like I've been in contact with all these people and I thought that, like, and you say it's not coming back. I'm like, what are you talking about? So now, like, this fucking rumor has a friend of mine who's in the mix calling me and saying, like, oh my God, am I not going to get the job that I really want because you say it's canceled? And I'm like, 
oh my God, that's when I had to tweet and say fucking fact check. So I never said I have friends in production or someone told me, but I did chat with Rick and I said, which I stand by, I think the Orange County ratings, I mean, Orange County was broken. We took forever to recast it. And then it's back on the air. Vanderpump Rules was off the air forever because of all these firings. And now it's back. Yeah, so I'm just yeah. like, if Orange County is gone and we fixed it because we hired Heather back and we're going to elevate it and the ratings are not good, I think there is a pattern of the show is broken. We're fixing it. The ratings suck. And it's Andy, this has nothing to fucking do with Andy Cohen. This has nothing to do with fucking yeah. producers. This is 12,000 million levels up, people. Yeah. Like, I don't care about oh, Jill Zarin's a fan favorite. It, that's, that's not how the world works. And like, that's just how my mind thinks. I cut out all the online bullshit and I'm like, it's money, money, money is how the world works. And so yes. I'm not being yeah. condescending. I'm just like at the top levels of NBC, no one gives a fuck about Andy Cohen or fucking Ramona. It's just like the shit comes back, the OC, and then we're not making money. I think there is a pause of why are we spending hours and days and months and weeks bringing back a fucking show that failed, that has horrible ratings, period, okay. the but- end. The but ads. the update is, is you feel like Real Housewives of New York is coming back regardless of how bad the ratings were this past season. I think it's coming back. Now, I have to say that everyone I know that has come in contact that is in the mix, it's not yesterday. This was all the way. So like the first round of being contacted was like October, November. So that's where it's like no word in December or January. You know, eventually someone could say they... I mean, that is what happened with Dallas. They cast their net and they found a bunch of people and Lily Savetsky and, you know, Dandra was working in overdrive to get pictures of everyone and say like, hey, this is our cast, even though we're not really saying that. And they went out to Dallas and observed and they were like, nah, we got some racial issues here between Cam and Tiffany. And wait, wait, like we just went through this in New York with Ebony and Ramona huh, and now we got some racial shit brewing here in the real world between Cam and Tiffany, and we have observed the people that we think we're going to cast in. It's kind of boring. Like, this ain't magic in a bottle. This ain't no Kathy Hilton. And they're like, Dallas is canceled. Like, why? No, yes. We have a lot more invested mm. in New York. It's much more yeah, high-profile yeah. Like, franchise. It's New York City. Sure. But that is what happened in Dallas. There's this shit brewing, and the ratings suck. And there's, just, I think someone's just like, why? Why are we trying to fit a square peg in a round hole, pull the fucking plug on Dallas? I don't give a shit if there's a fucking online petition and this one loves Dallas, and this one loves Tiffany. We don't fucking care. The advertising dollars are down. Pull the shit. Yeah. That is how it works. So I'm okay. not trying to be obnoxious. I'm just like, this is why I made my statement. And New York is in the same boat, but I do. So like the people were contacted. And nothing has happened, but you can ask me your question and then I can tell you what I've heard now. Well, I want to know when it's coming back and I want to know who's coming back. And you, cause you have all the scoop on this. I have absolutely no insight. Like I, I, you know, I'm so bad. Like you are so great about even you keep your personal emotions out of guests. Like you have amazing guests. You reach out to them. Like I get so invested. I'm like, I'm not into Leah. I'm not going to reach out to her to see if she'll be on the podcast. You know, Ebony, you did such a great job. Like I should be reaching out to these people, but then I get suckered. Like I get suckered in like a viewer and I'm like, I don't want to talk to them. Like, I don't like, no, that's not what you need to I do get, for the podcast. Yeah. I get none of that. I just get They're so good. Now look, I mean, all my friends, like when people, you know, you take my phone and it's all people that are on TV. That's not like I'm a fame whore. That's like, I'm a workaholic. And so like, yes, my friends are the people that I interview. I become friends with them. Not all of them. It's very organic, but that doesn't mean anything. Like I have friends come call me and be like, you had so-and-so on you. This is true story. And this is not one franchise. This happened in two different franchises where I'll have somebody current or very like on from current cast on my podcast. And then one of my friends who's a past housewife in these two franchises will call and be like, why didn't you ask her about me? It's like, sweetheart, like, how do I answer this? Like, 
you haven't been on the show for like 50, you know, whatever. So you're, you are my friend, but I have that Gemini wall of like business. Like I wouldn't ask her, maybe we're out having drinks, like, but there's no reason to ask this person who's been on for seven years since you left. Like that would be the strangest question in the world. Mm -hmm. You're my friend. I Mm -hmm. love you dearly, but you know, business is business and pleasure is pleasure. Absolutely. I'll throw someone a bone. I'll help someone out. I get calls. Can you interview this guy? Oh my God. I don't want to interview this guy. fine. Like I do entertainment favors all the time, but bringing up someone it's really, so that's, I think how I do it. I just like, whether you're my friend or not, I just separate the two and I have really good friends. So good at it. I mean, Oh my God, there's no, there's no guests next week. I could call a million friends that have been on my show and get them on. But like, I don't even know what, yeah. So I, I, I keep it separate. God, I talk to myself. You keep it separate. You can, well, no, but I, but I'm at the, okay. So tell me your prediction. When do you think it'll be back? When do you think Roni will be back? Who's going to be on it? Who's in, who's out? So again, this isn't like from any one person in production or, but what I have heard, I believe that, listen, now, if it's not good ratings, I don't know if it's come back. I do think it's going to come back. And I think that they are trying to do it, Roni, at a different time of year. I think New Mm. York, it's like, they want to do it a little bit at a different time of year, but only by like a month or two. Like, I think they might try to bypass the Hamptons, which they usually start in like August, July. And I think they want, like New York is hopping in the fall. Yeah. So I really do think that filming for Roni, from what I've heard, which could be wrong, if I could change my opinion tomorrow, is going to start around the fall. The fall. Okay, September. so it starts a little, they'll skip the Hamptons altogether. They'll start more September. They'll go September, October, November. December, maybe, maybe January. That's uh, yeah, what I maybe heard. they can start October, November, December, or, or yeah, that could be really good. Like that now. could be- I didn't mean to cut you off, but now, cause like I read this shit on Dumois and people are like, I'm like, this is so, I mean, should I start? This is why I don't have a gossip podcast because I find it weird when people have a gossip podcast and they hold all this stuff out. And I'm like, this person is not an insider. They don't know anything. So here I am getting all this pickup and causing these rumors when I don't even want to have a gossip podcast. I mean, I say Lisa Vanderpump is not coming back to Beverly Hills unless they put a two in front of it. And that makes like national fucking news. And I'm like, well, yeah, that's, that's my opinion. And I do stand by that, but it's not true. Pete. It's just my opinion. Let's, let's just, let's just cite David as, it's his opinion. So I have, but I have heard from nobody in particular or not. This doesn't mean it's true because things change. I believe that Leah, I mean, I've said this. And by the way, everything I'm about to say, I have said for about a year. It's just that okay. nobody seems to pay attention to me. And okay. I'm going to stand by it now because now we're getting down to the wire. Leah, 0% chance is coming back. Zero. I'm going to go with a 0% chance. I could be wrong. Do you understand? This isn't going to be a got ya, David moment. I might be wrong. I don't care. I don't give a fuck if I'm wrong. I'm just telling you what I truly think is going to happen as a producer's point of view. Zero percent chance. I am friends in the real world with Ebony. I I know you are. I know you say that. I love that. That makes me feel so good. No, I really do like love as a human being. She's not coming back. I was going to say, I guarantee she's not coming back. Okay, keep going. She's not coming back. Sonia Morgan, not, not coming back. back. Okay. Okay. I actually, the only one that I was going to debate you on is I actually think they might try Leah one more time without Ebony. See, I feel like they'll bring back Luann, Ramona, Leah. I think Ebony, you're friends with her. So you tell me, but I think she wants nothing to do with the franchise. And I think they will bring in one or two other women of color. Well, I think, so let's just start with, I do, I will stand by, they're keeping Ramona and Luann as full-time cast members. That is my opinion. That Mm -hmm. is what I have heard grumbling around. So before Dumois says something different, this is, I live in New York, that is what I've heard, and it could be completely wrong, but that is my opinion and what I've heard. It's just those two, that's it. And then that will be two, and there will be five people hired in some respect. There will be set 100% seven people and maybe, you know, one a friend of like, so six plus one or seven, but it's going to be seven people and nobody. So 
Again, all this bullshit you see online is coming back from the past. I do think if they wanted oh, that, that Heather Dubrow moment of walking in and showing the feet and I'm back, the only person that could have that effect would be Bethany. I do think she would come back if they gave her enough money. And although the rumor is she wants $5 million, I think if they gave her four or three something, she, I think eventually she would do it. But I don't think that's really going to happen. Really? No, because I, 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 all right, look, you and I are both in the TV world and now moving to LA, I'm, I'm in the, you know, I, I'm a producer and I want to, you know, be a TV host. I mean, the budgets for all these shows are dwindling, dwindling, dwindling. I mean, the only people that have big budgets anymore might be these late night shows because they're just such like historic, you know, shows, some of the old game shows, but new programming that they are putting on the air. they're not going to pay Bethany even three and a half million because it's just financially not worth it. Like they, they cannot get the ratings, you know, high enough to be able to get a high enough ad sale. They're just not, they're just not because even if, if they can just up whatever, what was like, okay, Roni last season, what was their lowest rating number? Were they down in the seven hundreds? I think they were down in the fives at one point. Okay. Look, if they could get back to 800, a million, they can make enough money on the small budget they have with Luann and Ramona and the new cast members. And I think, you know, the last time I was on your show or maybe you were on my show, we were talking about like, I really want David Bowie's widow, Iman, to be on it. I think she'd be fabulous. Like my issue now with Roni is no one is rich. Like they need the Heather Dubrow. They need the penthouse. We walk in. It's like, holy shit. You know, this is New York. Like we've never seen. But I don't think they'd even have enough money for like an Iman, you know? I mean, the the people that they need to get, they don't want to pay for. And that sucks because I think people want to see inside the rich and famous homes. Yes, yes, and yes. I do think that you could, I think, well, I also think that's where they're headed. I think they want extreme wealth. We, I will stand by this. I don't think, that we have had extreme wealth on New York ever, except for Bethany now and Tinsley. Bethany I'll stand by season, that. Yeah. And everyone's yeah, like, Ramona. I'm like, listen, I'm not trying to be a snob. I understand the way the world works. Like, yeah, Ramona has an $8 million, $9 million Hamptons house, which is very big, which if she sold it, she, you know, I'm assuming there's no mortgage, but Ramona's not like loaded. Like, you know, she doesn't, Ramona lives a normal life. Yes. She's wealthy. Yeah. She's wealthy. She's wealthy. Yeah, of course. But she's not private jets and like the Dubros. I mean, that is what we want to see on Roni. And I believe, you know, we want to see Beverly Hills on Roni. And that is what I believe they are trying to get. And I do think it's going to be like nobody famous. It'll be like $60,000 across the board. Cause I mean, if you have all that money, what's the difference? You can be paid 120. It's like money to wipe your ass. I I think they're looking for that type of level. And I think Luann and Ramona will stay with their huge salaries and it will be those two and it will be some connections to them. There'll be some, there'll be at least one white woman from the Upper East Side that really travels in those circles, Mm -hmm. but it's going to be not like, you know, here's our token black housewife. It's going to be Black, Indian, Muslim, Asian American, like we're going to do, it's going to be a melting pot of what New York looks like and wealthy, 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 very wealthy, very wealthy. I love it. I'm I'm even trying to think of like, and all the people I know that were contacted are extremely wealthy, like real money, like doesn't need to talk about money, just truly lives that life. I think this is why it's so hard to cast people now on East coast, like for East coast shows. Like it's, it's like, it's the problem with Washington DC, right? I've, I lived in DC for 16 years. Housewives of Potomac is the only reality show ever. And none of them live in DC. And only one of them I think lives in Potomac now, maybe Karen, maybe Karen still does, but you know, they could never make a show go in DC because people here have a shit ton of money, but they're, uptight. They work for the government or they they have government contracting businesses. They were not willing to show and share like their wealth. 
in some ways, I feel like New York is is just like maybe a bigger DC. And I think they are having a really hard time casting in New York City right now. Fame, like I'm talking wealthy, you know, maybe married to a former, maybe married to like a, a former Yankees player or something. They're having a really hard time doing that because I just think New Yorkers, rich New Yorkers now do not want to flaunt it. And I think they might try to like, okay, Luann and Ramona, a bunch of unknowns. And I think they might try like an Amon. I mean, not her in particular, but I think they might try <laughs> somebody famous that maybe will get it, give a hundred thousand to or whatever for that particular role, you know, and it will be someone like a Rina where it's like, we, we all know you, but this could really jumpstart the career back to where we need to be. And then it yeah. could be, but it's gotta be something that we can announce that. And that could be the rollout. I we really... need a Rena. We need a Rena in New York, and like, you know, just oh, oh my God, we need that. We Mary have, to Harry, we have like we need that. Who, Amon who? would be well. I mean, I'm just not saying these people are in the mix, but like Amon would have been great. Oh. We have listen. She kind of still works, but like Kara Sedgwick, her yeah. and her and Kevin Bacon lost all their money to Madoff. They have been working and they are fine, but they and not me. Okay. Let me rephrase that. They didn't lose all their money, but they lost. They really were in that Ponzi scheme. They lost a lot of money to me. It's like Google it. It's like a known fact. They're fine. Kevin Bacon and Kara are not starving, but Kara Sedgwick would be fucking great. Oh my God. But you I don't, also I'm not saying any of these people would actually do the job guys, but she would be great. Christy Brinkley would be great. Uh, Probably like too old for what they're looking for. I mean, I'm not saying she's too old. I just think what they're probably going to want to cast. We have like lots of other options like Phoebe Cates and Kevin Klein. I still, she would never do it. I still think Vanessa Williams would be fucking great. Oh, why wouldn't Vanessa Williams do it? I don't, Vanessa Williams is like the real deal. Like she says, she doesn't say yes to a lot of, I I think she would never do it. She'd be so fabulous. You know who else I was thinking of? I need to find her name. She used to be married to Billy Joel. um, And she- Alexa Ray's mother? Yeah. Oh, 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 wait. No, no, no. Is it? Someone like that. Billy Joel ex-wives. Um, I think they'll try to get somebody that's well-known. And this is just, I don't know anything for, for sure. We could see Sonia and Leah. I could be totally wrong, but I am staying by Ramona and Luann are going to be back. Really. I love it. Whether Katie. that's uh, whether you like it or not, these are the actual just facts of, which God, can you imagine Ramona fucking... She might go down. Like, listen, when you, at the end of the day, if you're going to do like the top 10 biggest housewives ever, not richest, not, not anything, just like the 10 that really come to mind when you think of real housewives, Luana Ramona are both in that top 10 period. Right? Yes. Okay. I want Katie Lee. She used to be married to Billy Joel. She's now on food network. She's the co-host of the kitchen. Um, okay, I like it. He's super cute. She has a child. Anyway, you know, there was such good drama years ago. She was, she and Billy Joel got divorced in 2009. She's married to someone really hot. She has one child. Um, oh, I just, I think she'd be really, really good, but they might have to work in a couple of Billy Joel appearances. I mean, he'll have to do it for the kid. I know. Listen, I know. Anyway. Okay. Speaking of which, I mean, when I heard that this Julia Lemigova was going to be on the Real Housewives of Miami, wife of Martina, I'm like, we're going to see Martina once and she'll, you know, make the appearance. Martina is fucking on. Martina Navratilova is on the fucking Real Housewives of Miami. She's been in like almost every episode. She's fucking fighting with Adriana, who's flirting with Julia. Like, Mar- in what world do we exist that Martina, like Mar- Martina must love? her wife, Julia, to be like, sign us up for that. And sure, you want to be a part of this? Sign me up. Like, I'm like, does anyone else like realize this is fucking a tennis legend that is literally on the, the Peacock TV? Every legend. 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 Yeah. So legend. I think with this, with this woman, they might have to be like, listen, you better fucking go and talk to that Billy. And before we sign you, honey, you better get in our office with yeah. Billy Joel right behind you. And he better sign this fucking side thing and says that he's going to be on at least three episodes. I know you'd need Billy. You'd need, you'd need something. And Christy Brinkley. I mean, that would be great. I mean, it would even be great if you had Katie Lee and Christy were in Christy Brinkley because they both were married to Billy Joel. Like Although, that look, be- we're, we're getting Will Smith's ex-wife on, on Beverly Hills. And I mean, Will Smith ain't trying. I mean, a rumor is he's freaking out that she's going to be on it. Wait, 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 
Oh, who's the ex? Who's his ex? What's her name again? It's Sherry. just it's Will Smith's ex-wife. Yeah, but she's she's really good friends with Garcelle. She was in a scene <gasps> with Garcelle her first season, not this. Oh yeah, Sherry's season. in Pino. Hey, Sherry. Oh my God. I'm so good. Sherry's in Pino. Um, oh God, she's beautiful. She's, well, she is on. She's she's here. She's filming. And that's right. And they have a kid together. She's oh damn. That'll be so good. Oh my God. She's stunning. Is she? I have to look her up again. Stunning. Okay. So I stand by all of that. I think we're going to find out, you know, like I think in like March-ish, March-ish, we're going to- There it is. I think we're going to find out who's cast and, you know, all the women I know are wealthy, Upper East Side white. So I think one of them, and they have ties to Ramona and not both, but Ramona or Luann, like really organic, true friends. So I think one person like that will be cast, but I think like, okay, so wait, we're going to have seven people. So that's two, three. Yeah, I think one or two, that's it. I think we're going to see one or two white women cast, period, the end. And this will be diverse. And I think that- But I do think they're going to hold out, like if it takes an extra two weeks, like I think they need that magic in a bottle. I think they really want the like wealthy, dynamic New Yorkers. Listen, it could be fixed. It's not like it's, it's just, to be honest with you, I'm shocked that the OC ratings are what they are. Like- I'm kind of liking the OC this season. I know everyone I talk I know, to says you it's have, so boring. You've been a fan. I, 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 you know, I'm a fair weather fan. I literally put it on and I scroll on my phone the entire time. I, I'm, you know, Housewives of of OC of you know Salt Lake. Now I'm I'm addicted to every second. Um, Beverly Hills, you know, Beverly Hills. I mean, I lock my phone away. OC. I mean, I'll get up and do dishes. Like I don't, you know, it's I'm not holding on. It's. Uh, that's honest. me. That's me with VPR. Like I can barely yes. watch Vanderpump Rules. You're I so love- good. I don't even watch. By the way, when are we going to talk? I mean, you kind of direct what you want to talk about next, but you I want to talk about the okay. to to these podcast reviews. Okay, we'll get to the podcast in five minutes. I just want to say so that's it. And I will stand by this. No one is coming back from the past. There's no fucking Jill Zarin. Mm-hmm. Let me just let let me break an exclusive here. I'm going to say this zero percent chance. This is market my words we'll put her next to leah jill zarin will never ever be and this isn't just because i hate jill zarin because she's a nasty horrible woman jill zarin will never be back on the housewives yes she came back to girls trip sure i understand that i understand that she's never coming back to roni that is my prediction i am allowed to say what i want i will say zero percent chance not this year not in 30 years, not in 50 years. It's never going to happen. It is not the direction the franchise or the world is going in. It's it's over. It's not just because Andy said she's the most annoying housewife ever. And he was asked, <laughs> I mean, he, he was asked the question, who's been the most annoying housewife ever? His answer was Jill Zarin. That's a true fact. She's not coming back. Dorinda's not coming back this season, as great as she is. It's not the direction. Yeah. It's just. I think if anyone had the chance of coming back from the past, I would say Tinsley or Doringa. I will stick oh my God, by I Tinsley. I, will, I love yeah, Tinsley right? and her mom. Yeah, and her mom. I mean, they're just such an iconic duo. You know, I did. Mind you, can somewhere. I just say something just to yeah. break everyone's, like shatter the internet if no one yeah. knows this? Tinsley and Sonia at the moment, and pretty much not just for the moment, but they they don't live in New York City anymore. So uh, do I think if Tinsley and Sonia got cast on the show, of course they would live in New York. And of course they, Tinsley's been at her with her mother in like West Palm. I mean, somewhere around there in Florida. And where is Miss Sonia? She's in Florida too. She rents out the townhouse. That is her source of income. Oh, of course. She couldn't ever afford to stay there. Is in Florida. Now, yes, Sonia would be here tomorrow. We would have a story about light and fluffy Sonia and she would rent an apartment or she would live at the Marmar or she would live at the Regis. She would live somewhere for free where they could show the moniker on the hotel and she would just stay there while she filmed. But she doesn't live in New York at this point, Sonia. So there you go. And if that's a big 
tea dropping. You can quote me on that. It is. I didn't know that. That's the truth. So, but nobody's coming back by the way, from the past, nobody. And there's nobody I think is qualified except for Dorinda and Tinsley and Bethany, if she would do it for a reasonable amount of money, go on. I'll admit it as important as it is for me to eat healthy and put the right nutrients into my body and hydrate. I'm really not great at it. I'm always on the go. I'm never making that a priority. And I'm always hungry. This was a real problem until I discovered 310 Nutrition. I love 310 Nutrition's water hydrators. You just add them to water and they make your water taste so much better. They also have refreshing lemonade mixes. My personal favorite, they're all in one shakes. I love their caramel sundae, their vanilla cake, the shamrock cream. I drink one of these shakes and it totally satisfies my hunger. They're low in fat and low carbs, which I love. They also satisfy my carb craving. But don't take my word for it. Right now, 310 is celebrating a new year of goals with code VELVETROPE and giving our listeners 50% off up to $100 off your first order. With so many sample packs, new products, it's really fun and it's easy to put together an order or start a subscription on products you know you'll use. Go to 310nutrition.com and use the code VELVETROPE right now for 50% up to $100 for your first order. That's 310nutrition.com and use code VELVETROPE. I need to tell you guys about this great new app called FitOn, which helped me, well, no pun intended, get my fit on. I wanted to lose weight. And the thing is, when you sign up with FitOn and you start to use the app, it kind of walks you through like what your goals are. And I quickly realized that, I mean, I've tried everything. They have cardio, yoga, dance. I literally just finished quickie abs. They also have Pilates, bar strength. I also personally love, I mean, that I can do it from home because I don't have any time to go run and find a gym and do this anywhere else. It's a really fun app and it actually is helping me. I've lost weight. It's a really fun app and it's really helping me get in shape. FitOn is the number one premier free fitness app. That's right. I said free and is redefining the workout experience. So really stop paying to work out. FitOn workouts are always free to use. Join over 10 million people getting their fit on. Work out for free anytime, anywhere. Text ROPE, R-O-P-E, to 64,000 to join fit on for free. Text ROPE to 64,000. That's ROPE 64,000. Bombas's mission is simple. Make the most comfortable clothes ever and match every item sold with an equal item donated. So when you buy Bombas, you're also giving to someone who's in need. Bombas designed their socks, shirts, and underwear to be the most comfortable clothes you can't wait to put on every day. Everything they make is soft, seamless, tagless, which is my favorite part, and has a luxurious, cozy feel. Now you guys are listening to my podcast, so you're all reality TV fans. I'm sure you've seen Bombas on Shark Tank. Shout out Damon John. And listen... Do you know that socks, underwear, and t-shirts are the three most requested clothing items at homeless shelters? That's why Bombas donates one for every item you buy. Their socks come in so many colors and patterns. So far, Bombas customers like yourself have helped donate over 50 million items of essential clothing. Go to bombas.com velvet and get 20% off any purchase. That's B-O-M-B-A-S dot com slash velvet for 20% off. Bombas.com slash velvet. Hey ladies, let me tell you about Dipsy Stories. Dipsy Stories is an app full of sexy audio stories. No matter what you're into or what turns you on, Dipsy helps bring the stories to life anywhere, anytime. I was just listening to a story called Five Years. It's about this woman, Sophia, who's right off a breakup and she's not looking for love. She heads to her friend's beach house. And well, her friend's other friend, Theo, is there. And they're alone in the beach house for a week. Now, I'm sure you can imagine what happens next. These stories are so detailed. So listen, close your eyes and let yourself get lost. Lost in a world where only good things happen and pleasure is your only priority. For listeners of the show, Dipsy is offering an extended 30-day free trial when you go to dipsystories.com slash velvet. That's 30 days of full access for free when you go to D-I-P-S-E-A stories.com slash velvet. Dipsystories.com slash velvet. 
You know that saying it takes a village? Well, it does take a village to get this podcast out every day. If you think I do this all on my own, think again. And where did I find my great staff that helps me run this podcast? Indeed. If you're hiring, you need Indeed. Because Indeed is the hiring partner where you can attract, interview, and hire all in one place. It's the only job site where you're guaranteed to find quality applications that meet your must-have requirements or else you don't pay. Instead of spending hours on multiple job sites hoping to find candidates with the right skills, you need one powerful hiring partner that can do it all. Start hiring right now with a $75 sponsored job credit to upgrade your job post at indeed.com slash velvet. Offer valid through March 31st. Go to indeed.com slash velvet to claim your $75 credit before March 31st. Indeed.com slash velvet. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. I have to tell you about a new nutritional product that I started using called Athletic Greens. Now, I started taking Athletic Greens because I wanted better gut health, I wanted more energy, and I wanted to optimize immune system. Well, let me tell you, what I love best about Athletic Greens is it's easy. I personally don't have, didn't have, and never will have time for any nutritional product that is complicated to use. So here's the thing. Athletic Greens, you take one scoop and you add eight ounces of water and that's all you need. Also, the other thing I love about Athletic Greens, it actually tastes great and it's inexpensive. It costs less than $3 a day. Also, I love it. It contains less than one gram of sugar, no GMO. So there's no nasty chemicals or anything artificial. To make it easy, Athletic Greens is going to give you a free one-year supply of immune-supporting vitamin D and five free travel packs with your first purchase. All you have to do is visit athleticgreens.com slash velvet. Again, that's athleticgreens.com slash velvet to take ownership over your health and pick up the ultimate daily nutritional insurance. I know we have a lot of fun here and talk about reality TV and all the drama, but at the end of the day, listen, what really matters in our lives is our relationships, especially those with significant others. In times like this more than ever, having someone you can trust and talk to is so important, but even the best relationships hit bumps in the road. That's why I find Talkspace so important. Talkspace therapy gives you unlimited access to a licensed therapist so you can clear up the confusion and focus on what matters most, being the best person and partner you can be. I mean, I'll be the first to admit I am not good at relationships. And Talkspace, listen, whether you're married for years or re-entering the dating scene or just trying to get comfortable with being single, talking to a therapist can really help. Join Talkspace today and start the journey to happier, healthier relationships. Just visit Talkspace.com and get $100 off your first month when you use promo code VELVET at sign up. That's $100 off Talkspace.com, promo code VELVET. February is the month of love, and you know who really deserves some love? You. That's who. Best Fiends is my favorite way to treat my brain to a much-needed recharge. It's like a mental spa day. Really? Oh, my God. Let me tell you, I am on level 48 of this game. Thank you. I really am totally obsessed, and I can't put it down. What I love best about Best Fiends is, well, let me tell you, Best Fiends is a mobile puzzle game that anyone can download and play, whether you have a few minutes or a few hours. Best Fiends is the perfect puzzle game to unwind because you're having so much fun. And that's what I love about it. It takes my mind off this job. It takes my mind off the world. I de-stress. Ready to give your brain some TLC? Download Best Fiends free today on the App Store or Google Play. That's friends without the R. Best Fiends. Okay. Um, did you read, it might have been Showbiz Show Sheet that gave like kind of um, some predictions, I think, I don't know, for 2022. Anyway, one of their thoughts was that Dorinda should join Real Housewives of New Jersey. And I thought, what a fantastic, like what a crazy crossover that would be. I think it's time at this point where we have these crossovers with girls trip. It's never happened. I mean, I think like, why can't Cynthia Bailey be on Beverly Hills at some point in the future? Like I do agree mm. with all of that. And I do think Dorinda as a New Jersey housewife would be fucking epic. 
Yeah, she's more that speed, I feel like. She's just more that Epic. jersey down and dirty. And she yeah. fits in there more with that she show. Does. She does. She does. I was like, what a great pairing. I Could love that. Could you imagine Teresa coming after Dorinda? Although they, they are friends. They are friends. And we're like, Dorinda's- Yeah, but they that's wouldn't be on that show. Or you know what? They would both be, they're such TV veterans. They would know how to fight and be off camera and be like, all right, bitch, you know, you Believe got this or- round, I'll get the next. <laughs> well, Dorinda, it would be interesting because she's friends with Margaret too. And like Margaret and Teresa are feuding now. It would be like, and I could see Dorinda just looking at Melissa and being like, are you, are you fucking kidding me? Like you're a joke. Love, like get, get, get the fuck out of my way. I loved the trailer for, for, I know, um, Jer- you know, Jersey's coming back in February. <sighs> I loved the trailer. They're saving the, they're carrying the franchise franchise. Beverly Hills is carrying the franchise. You know, I love Potomac, you know, DC is my heart. Um, this past season was like, eh. You know, it was a little bit of a repeat of, you know, the season before when Monique and Candace, but a little bit Jersey, as it plays out over the next few weeks and it comes, it's back and Jersey, I think is going to be just like it was last Jersey is going to do well. We've Jersey's a hit. It's just like, they are still, they haven't missed a beat. And so we're like, OC is floundering in New York and (sighs) Jersey is like, yep. When Teresa throws all that shit at Margaret in the trailer, you're like, oh, it's shit. Gone. And it's all real. Like, I mean, I, I was at filmings for New Jersey. I mean, whether I'll be in the background or not, I really don't care. But look for me. Um, it's real. Like, it's real. Like, this is real. Like, you know, Margaret had some opinions on Louie. A lot of people have opinions on Louie. And Margaret's like, I'm going to voice my opinion. And I mean, you know, you heard from the trailer. Teresa's saying, don't try to burst my love bubble. <laughs> and oh, then she so calls good. Margaret White trash. Like it's to me, it's just like, have we forgotten? Like, cause Teresa is like, she, she really doesn't start a lot. She's, she's calm. Teresa's like, I'm showing up, give me the check. Let me do the job. But let's not forget. This is the same woman that flipped a table. Like Teresa hasn't changed. You come at Teresa and you better duck. But then like you see in the trailer, like where like, Jackie says, like, I, I wouldn't want to be in a fight with Margaret. And Dolores is like, no, this is, it's going to be a great season. It, it's going to be such a good season. I mean, do you think there's any shred of truth to the rumors that Bill is cheating on Jennifer? I like them as a couple so much. I, so here's the thing. What are you hearing? So I know people in the real world that got called. So Jennifer's sister who works at Aiden plastic surgery. Here's more tea for you. People was calling. <laughs> I mean, this is all really was calling, was calling people that used to work for bill at Aiden plastic surgery, literally going down the list and saying like, did you spread this rumor? Did you spread this room? Like, did you, are you the one that told? So that's, that's real. That's like, just like I can tell you, I have several friends that were in the mix with, or in the mix with the production that had an interview for next season of Roni. I know two people that their phones rang and it was Jennifer's sister. What the fuck you used to work for us? Did you start this rumor about Bill next? Now, mind you, I'm like, did you tell Jennifer's sister to go fuck herself? Like Ooh. you don't work there anymore. Like if some ex employer of mine, I was like, I'll start any rumor I want. So go fuck yourself. Do I personally ah. think, and I have to do a whole show about why Jennifer and I are no longer friends. I promised everyone when Ronnie came back. So you know what? Maybe you can be on that show and you can ask me the questions. Jennifer and I, you could be like the interviewer of me. People, this is like one of the most requested shows. Your mouth is dropping open. You're excited. Oh my this. God, because I have a million ideas. I mean, we could okay. really do our own, like behind the velvet. I mean, it could, I don't know, behind the velvet rope times Sarah Fraser show. And it's almost like a reunion. And it's just like a one-on-one with myself and David Yontif. And we could do the clips like dun, dun are you friends with Jennifer? And it's just like David looking down. Like it could be so good. David, we could do so many video clips. And like, okay, well, Sarah, just careful what you wish for. Cause all this audience is like screaming now and throwing popcorn at the the mic (gasps) and like people want this, but I have to say like, it's listen, and I don't want to build it up. It's like years ago, like guys, this may not, it's not even that interesting a story, but I just want to like lay it out there. It's like, it's not about like, I'm not trying to float my own ego, but like Jennifer and I used to be really good friends. So do I think, and by the way, when this whole thing came out that it was Jennifer who was cheating, I personally, I'll 
heck have my opinion. I think Jennifer put that out into the media. Like okay. there's no, from being at filmings and knowing what's going on, like there's no rumor that Jennifer was cheating on Bill. It's the rumor that Bill cheated on Jennifer. So then it made headlines. Rumor is next season of Jersey. Jennifer, he cheated on Bill. I believe that was placed by Jennifer. That's just my opinion. as like a red herring because like, look, if something's not a, if true, like with this bullshit last season with like Evan cheating on Jackie, if it's really not true, hey, you get upset and everything, but you don't, you don't make it your business. Like it's so ridiculous. You move on. Do I think, I mean, listen, I, I know a lot of things. Yeah, I think that the rumor that Bill cheated on Jennifer, my opinion is 100% that it's true. 100%. And it's you not think a, that he did? You really think that he cheated well, on I Jennifer? Well, I mean, not today, not last year, not the year before, but I believe- In the past. 100. Like, really? Like that's my opinion. And it's like- Wow. Knowing See, people like I, uh, that- Wow. That know people why that are you? Know? why are you calling everyone that worked there in the past? And it's like, I mean, Mm. I mean, listen, she gets very upset about all this. So we're going to see it play out, but yeah. And listen, I have to say, let me just say that every time I see, first of all, every time I see Jennifer, I'm like, hello, like she's like a fucking kindergartner. It's like, I don't get, get over it. We had a, like, we stopped, speak I don't have I have nothing against you like we're just not friends anymore like get over it like hi I mean you are you're literally standing in front of me like I can say hello to you you're a human being every time I see Bill he is the nicest like guy like Mm. you know what I mean like none of this like it's weird and like you and my wife now he's just a nice gentle like who cares Mm. about this shit guys like People fall out of friendships all the time. Get over it. So Bill is is a nice guy. He is. I'm going to say that. But I, yeah, I believe this is true. And like, no judgment. Like, I'm just, you know, putting it out there. That's true. Um. You okay, want wait, to talk wait, wait. about podcasts? Or I you do, but I have one this? last. I have one last. We can thought. talk about podcasts another time if you have more more questions. Well, I, about I this. really want to get to the podcast because I feel like we can just even okay. give our really quick. But I have one more thing about Housewives of New Jersey, which Tracy awesome. Johnson, who is the wife of Tiki Barber. I used to be obsessed with Tiki Barber. I thought he was so hot back in the day when he did Today Show. Of course, they fired him with all the cheating controversy because he cheated on his pregnant wife who was pregnant with twins, they're twins, and then was with Tracy. Tracy was an intern. I mean, he would go to her college dorm room and fuck her. You know, like, I love her though. I, you know, so, but you said she's been demoted? Tracy, the last, I mean, she's a friend of, not a full-time husband. Here's the thing. God, I want her to. I, I, I went to like one of her second filmings. Oh my God. This is turning into like a blockbuster episode of Spilling the Tea. Jesus, we're going to have to put, I mean, this is. When I observed her at several filmings, but even in the beginning, I never saw it in her. That was just me. No, uh, you know, okay. I'm friends okay. with Ebony, but I mean, I'm saying she's not coming back. This is the real facts. I, in my observations, never saw from where I was standing or I was observing. I never saw it from Tracy. I never saw. And I said, I see in the beginning, I said, I, I, this is, this is like a one season. It's not going to work. That's my observation. I didn't see it. I didn't see her getting in there. Look, you either have it or you don't. Right. Yeah. 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 I've, I've met the Teeks. The Teeks is so lovely. Tiki Barber. Nice, nice, nice. I mean, I'm a gay man. So I'm like, I don't really give a fuck. uh, What? I mean, I, I know you're a big deal with sports at all, but like, you know, I'd rather go get my picture with Tracy, but I asked Tracy for a picture at like one of the early films. And she was like, what? I'm like, sweetie, like you're going to be on the show. Like, are you standing in front of me? I want a picture. So David, like, what is the deal? She is going to be on this season, but just a a, sprinkled a little bit as a friend. So it's just never materialized that she becomes a cast member. And your thought is it's just, she just doesn't have that it factor. Like there's just not the drama. There's just I mean, not she the- filmed. So I think it, like, that's how a lot of them film now. Like they film and then they decide afterwards, like Sutton got upgraded last season. I just think Sutton, when they yeah. probably looked at all the footage, they were like, <sighs> And this isn't about David and I told you so, but I, from what I deserved, I was like, I don't, I understand why you were cast. I mean, you have Tiki and. Oh, gorgeous. All right. And like, I don't want to, I mean, I'm not shading Tracy, but you know, I don't think it hurts in, in 2022 that like you're being cast and it's like, you know, this is diversity now because this is, 
I think that helped. And it's not, I'm not shading her. And she was like, but I just, I didn't see it. I didn't see her. I just was like, I, I don't see it. I just don't see it. Oh my God, David, I love you. And mind you, it's hard. We have Margaret, we have Teresa, we have Jennifer and Jen. We have strong personalities on this show. You got to show up and fucking speak up or these these bulls at a China shop are going to, I mean, you know, Teresa ain't going to give you a life. Listen, you get hired. No, there's no playbook. It's like, today's your first day. Good luck. There's no producer yeah, that's like getting yeah. there. Teresa's not like, listen, I, I want you to do well. So this is what you're going to do. You know, yeah, it's like right. sink or swim. And that is where it is organic. It's like, it's up to you. But okay. So you want to talk about podcasts? You want, which, what where podcast do you want to begin? Talk about? Well, I have been Since listening to so New much- Jersey. You want to talk about Lala's or Melissa Gorga? I was going to say Lala's. I've been listening to a lot of Lala's and give them Lala. And I have so many thoughts. Go well, let's you hear it. Okay. Yes. Let me tell you, let me let me give you all the positives, what I like about Lala. First of all, you and I appreciate a girl who has a lot of commercials in her podcast. And that bitch, every five minutes, she is promoting a home chef. She's like, she has so many damn commercials. So get your coins, Lala. I love that about her. Does she um, have more commercials than David Dante behind <laughs> the velvet rope? Because these listeners are probably saying, fuck David, he has a lot. I know. Well, she rivals yours, but, um, I, I, it is, it is, it has so much potential. First of all, you know, I'm always amazed. A lot of these celebrities have great like voices. They actually have great podcast voices. Melissa Gorga, great podcast voice. Lala Kent, great podcast voice. This is my biggest gripe with give them Lala is she cannot, I guess, I don't know. She's saying that it's for oceans sake that she is not going to speak about Randall. And it's like, girl, this should be an entire podcast about your only about your reality stardom reality show, you know, Vanderpump rules, Randall getting divorced, dating a nurse. It's just, it's like, she said a couple of episodes ago, I, for ocean's sake, I am not going to reveal like all the dirty secrets, you know, aside from her ring being fake, which obviously made news, but I'm like, I don't care. I don't give a fuck that you loved the orcas, you know, five years ago. And you would, you know, be on the Santa Monica pier protesting. Don't cage them. I don't fucking care. Like she loves animals. She tried to interview someone, you know, you're, you're an incredible interviewer. You know, I feel like after all these years, I've gotten much better. Like I'm a good interviewer. It's hard to be a good interviewer. The interviews are so boring. They're so boring on the show. Like I, I, I just, I, I like her. I, and I'm like, you could, and she's like, I'm doing this for women. I, I'm helping women. But it's like, unless you tell us the nitty gritty, you're not helping us really. Okay. Thoughts and scene. Well, first I was going to say, <laughs> Lala's podcast, it's since the exit of Randall, it was always decent, but like highly rated. It is literally on the top of the top TV of the chart. Like, I know. Non stop. Because we're waiting for her to like, you know, talk shit about Randall. You know what it is? I'm so, I'm supposed to like just be so unbiased. And every now and then it's just like Lala is such a good interview and she's on my show. I know. She's so, I really believe Lala doesn't look for a headline, doesn't give you canned answers. Like you ask her a question, she gives you an honest answer. And it's like, just like having a real conversation that like, I love Lala. You know what I mean? So it's like, I don't believe she's sitting there on her show angling for anything but i do agree with you but at the same time why why because she's already in the top do you know what i mean like it's it's she doesn't need like why not save randall till your show plummets if that ever happens okay okay that's a good way to think about it i didn't think about that the show is really highly ranked like really oh it's huge it's huge i just i don't know i'm i'm kind of and I like her a lot too. Like I like her a lot. It sounds like Randall, but I'm, I'm, so I don't want to be like, I I dislike her. I just, I'm trying so hard to get into this show. And I'm, I'm like, I, I I can't, the interviews, I just don't, I just know. I, it's not for you. It's not, I get why people. Hey, guess what? Now that we're on this podcast thing, I just got some other ideas for you. We can review Sheena Shea's podcast. 
we can review Katie oh. Maloney's podcast. Oh, look at your eyes. Me, everybody. And Robin we can Dixon, review Giselle's. Yep, which we talked about a little before, but we can review MJ and Tommy's. We can review Gigi's from Shot. We have, we guys, oh my God. Oh, we can do them all. Yeah. But wait a minute. Do you have interviewed, obviously, Lala and Randall both? Okay. Did you get the sense that Randall was phony? Or a con artist when you interviewed him. Oh my God. This is going to be the number one show. I bet. I have more tea. I have more tea. Oh my God. This is cr- like, oh, I, yes. here's the thing. I loved Randall during my interview. That was a really good interview. By the way, that was like, uh, that was one of the moments I got hooked on you. I thought you did such a fantastic job interviewing him. And I loved Randall after it's just, a, here's a long story. I'm going to make a long story short. Randall like is consumed about his public image. I mean, I think this must be killing him because there's somebody else I had on my show. Okay. Let's just fast forward. Had nothing to do with Randall. This person was tied to Randall in a sense. And in the show notes, I put something like, we also talk about Randall and Lala. Let's just put that out there. This... This person allegedly is owed money by Randall. It's not Dana Wilkie. That's something whole different. She thought it was something else. So this, this show came out and we said nothing. I didn't ask this person about any of this. We just, in a positive note, talked about Randall. So my phone rings and it's Randall, like Randall calls. It's Randall. And he tried to say something about this person that she was mad at me that the episode was out so much after we recorded it. And could I take it down? Okay. Just follow this logic. This is going to be like, the, but what the, this person was getting worldwide global press from being on my show. So her and I, it was a her were DMing and texting like, Oh my God, I just got you in this magazine. This guy. So Randall underestimated, like Randall kind of called me as like, you're like a low life podcaster and you're not friends with anyone. He didn't realize that me and this person whose show was out, were like texting every hour. Like, oh my God, you just got paid six. I, you see what I'm saying? We were in constant contact. So if I wasn't in contact and when the phone rang and it was Randall and he's like, so-and-so is mad at you because like, this is out like three months after you recorded it. It's just because he saw his name there. You see what I'm saying? Thought I said, we said, oh, well, Randall owes you. We said none of that. So when he called me, I was like, what, what are you talking about? And then the more he talked, I was like, oh shit. And I was embarrassed because I was like, I just got off the phone with her. She's not fucking mad about anything. Like, this is a lie because you want me to take this down because you see your name in the show notes and you think we talked about how this you're oh you owe this person money and trashed you and then i said like we said nothing but great things which is true but regardless i ain't taking no you're not going to i don't take a show down like i don't work for nobody over here but i felt bad that i was being presented with a lie i i literally like cringed like uh like you're lying to me. And you see what I'm saying? Like, imagine yes. if he said like, you know, Tom Schwartz is mad at you or whatever. Mind you, I don't fucking care if any of but it, I know it's not true because I just spoke to this person at 9 a.m., 9.15, 20. This person is not mad. And then I, I said to this person, you know, blah, 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 blah. And they were like, oh yeah, Randall called me. And I was like, I had no idea what he was talking. About. I was like, let me tell you what he's calling about. And he thought you said this and nothing's coming down. And so I just felt like weird of like, oh my God, you're lying to me to try to get me to do something. I would have respected if you called and just said like, what's up? And I nothing was bad to say. So that's where I saw a little bit of like, oh man, aren't you sure? Yeah, yeah. Okay, okay. That's all. See, listen, we're no. breaking tea here, guys. I love that. That gives me context. And like I said, I really like Lala. And to your point, she doesn't need any additional ratings. I just, that's why I tune into people really. Like I, I, you know, she, you're so good at reality. I want to know more about Vanderpump rules. I just, I don't care about the orcas. I don't, don't care, care about, about the narcissistic, orcas. you know, she just recently had on like a narcissistic expert. I'm like, I don't fucking care. And she's like, nobody talks about this really. If you Google like narcissists on podcasts, I had a narcissist on my podcast. It's on Thank the Patreon. You. We went, I we mean, did, like, is Jack's a podcast is stop as, as Jackson or whatever. We went down the list, but let me just tell you, this is just why I'm so like, look, no criticism to anyone. Like I think lots of people cheat every day. 
And if you stay with someone who cheats, I am not judging you because none of us could say what we would do if we were in a long-term relationship, especially if you have a child with that person. If someone cheats on you, I think if you stay, you have to really, I don't think you could have it both ways. You can't be passive aggressive. So you either fucking work your shit out and stay like Tori did, even though now Tori and Dean are about to fucking explode. You either stay and you get over it and you work it out or you leave. I'm not judging you if you stay. Stassi stayed with Jax after he cheated. I mean, Brittany stayed. Um, Tom Sandoval had indiscretions on Ariane. Everyone on Vanderpump will stays with the person that cheated on them. I'm not criticizing or judging because I don't judge. We don't know how we would do. I mean, if your husband, che- like you don't, we don't know. You might, yeah. but we know that the woman that was called a gold digger for many years when she dated an older man who was not as attractive, we know what she's going to do. She's going to pack her bags and say, you are not going to disrespect me like that. So that is where it's like, to me, what a class act. And again, I don't judge the people that stay, but sure, for everyone sure. that says this is a gold digger and this and that and all this other bullshit, the woman picked herself up and moved out of a fucking mansion compared to where she lives now. And is like, I'm good. I have my daughter and I make my own money. I don't need all this. I'll, I'll figure it out. And so oh, I think that's super admirable. That just makes me. Like, I'm not sure I could be, it's kind of like when we talked about Heather Dubrow and I said, I want her to adopt me so much. I don't know if I could be objective. I'm supposed to be objective. I don't know if I can. Lala, she just is one of my best interviews ever. I I loved chatting with her. I look, I get it. I'm a gay man. I don't want to fuck her. Like, it's just really, she's a real person. Well, in my opinion, I mean, I've had that happen to me so many times in my career. Like you meet somebody, you interview them and like you completely understand their point of view. I think just listening to that podcast, like those were my initial first thoughts, but her audience adores her. You know, she does Q&A. They love her. I mean, I think that's all great. I just, I don't know. I always like, I always just want certain things from certain people. And by the way, her and James just, nothing it's it's perfect when they were on watch what happens i mean to me the chemistry is real i know people say this but like i I think she's done with these older men james makes money i mean he's on the i mean he's like he makes enough money and james i really believe that james never got over lala i i really don't like well, I just you never I know. just me like you know you know how like when it's like oh Jenny McCarthy and Donnie are married and here's where they met on watch what happens and let's go back and watch that clip and you're like oh god yeah this was on they left that watch what happens and they fucked like rabbits <laughs> I see right like I see it between James and Lala and I think I truly believe if James and Lala got together, he would treat her like fucking gold. I do. Mm -hmm. I don't think this is bad boys. I think that's just what I think. And it's like Carl and Lindsay from Summer House are together. You, 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 what a gift that you actually want to fuck, that you want to fuck your like best friend. Like what, what a gift. I mean, I have lots of friends. I don't want to fuck any of them. So I wish I had that with someone like that I'm actually friends with, right? Like what a, what, what a plus, what a plus we can be friends and then go fuck at the end of the day. Hotter than Randall. Oh my God. James is, ah, he is so cute. I think James is the hottest piece just physically to come through all of Vanderpump rules. That's my honest opinion. I think he's Mm -hmm. the hottest. Mm -hmm. I agree. I agree. I don't know if we're going to even have enough time to get into Melissa Gorga's. We're going to have to do it a whole different time. I know. I know. And and this was the difference. Like uh, Melissa Gorga, uh, she, I like it. I like it. She's a great podcast voice. And okay, we're going to have to talk about this because you're not a fan of that podcast episode. We're no, 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 no. I mean, just like no. I mean, like I want. I didn't mean it like that. I want to hear like why. You know, I want to hear yeah. all about. Why. All right, I'll leave it with. So that. we're going to have to do that and add Sheena and Katie's to your list. All right, done. Done. Where could, everyone could find me on Instagram at Behind Velvet Rope or like Behind the Velvet Rope, Apple, Spotify, anywhere podcasts are found. And I interview people five days a week and I don't talk like this. It's all about me interviewing people. Oh, your interviews are so good. Um, Let me find you. Okay, you can find me on TikTok. I am a fool on TikTok. I just like You're making a legend people on laugh. TikTok. A legend. <laughs> You know, I, I will talk to anyone. So I have everybody on my podcast from people sunning their buttholes to like sugar babes. So it's a wide variety. And then I love pop culture and my own crazy personal journeys. So it's the Sarah Fraser show, new episodes, Monday through Wednesday, the Sarah Fraser show on TikTok, the Sarah Fraser show on Instagram. 
I want to have some sugar babes on my show. I like that. Oh my idea. God, you should. I have a sugar I babe. I love that idea. I had one on my Patreon and her mom is her manager. Her mom calls these sugar babes. This woman, the mom negotiates for her daughter that her daughter is going to be given gifts because, you know, you can't like accept money because that's prostitution. So right. he buys her like a Louis Vuitton or whatever. Um, and she puts him in a diaper and whips him um, for two hours. So you know, just for a Louis Vuitton. Like, I mean, I was thinking like, that's not so bad. I mean, I guess as long as you don't have to participate and just have to whip. That's not, listen, actually, I, I take that back. I, I, I would do that for a Louis yeah. I put anyone in a diaper for, yeah. you know, I mean, I'm talking Chanel for a $3,500 bag. Like I will yeah, put no, you that's in a diaper and whip okay. you for an hour. Absolutely. It's gotta like, be like, okay, so like I'm going to show up and the bag needs to be there. Or if this is a whole, this raises so many questions. Cause for me, I'd be like, I need to see the receipt from the actual store. Like I need it to come with, cause like I, I can't do the authentication process. Like this real, real, where like maybe it's not her mom, her mom is her manager. Her mom is her manager. The I would mom- be like, we need the receipt from the store. I need to call the store and verify the purchase. This is for, you know, and she needs to be able to return this at the actual store. Once it's valid, it's like, okay, she's on her way to get the diaper and the whip and she's, she's going to be there. <laughs> Steven is what it's it. This is how sick, how this is how far gone I am, Sarah. That like I hear that story, and the only thing I care about is is the shit real. So something is wrong with me. My addiction is worse than ever. But okay, everyone needs to follow you. Everyone needs to follow me. You're gonna come back. We're gonna talk. We'll be back. Yes. Bye, David. Bye. Thanks for listening to yet another episode of Behind the Velvet Rope. Because without you listeners, I would just be a crazy person with voices in my head. And if you like what you hear, subscribe, subscribe, subscribe on Apple Podcasts under Behind the Velvet Rope. And when you're done subscribing, feel free to leave a five-star write-up review because the write-up reviews actually count. We read each and every one of them. We post the best ones and the reviews really help our shows keep going. And we really appreciate everything you guys say especially the positive ones. And if you want to find us online, we're at Behind Velvet Rope on Instagram. We are at David Yontef on Instagram. We're Behind The Velvet Rope on Apple Podcasts. Or head on over to Patreon, because you know what? There are just some things we can't talk about here. So for our bonus episodes, go to Patreon and type in Behind The Velvet Rope. And if you still aren't sick of me, and you want more David, go to Cameo and book me on Cameo. And you can ask me anything there. I'll answer whatever you want. And I have a bargain basement price of $10. Thank you guys. See you soon.